0: what's good what's good this is episode number 122 the Jack Dean Podcast. You got to watch Model X2 and Josh Rock start in the studio. What's good, man? How are you? What's good? What's good? We got a, a less spicy
1: episode. This one's a little bit slower, but I think there's a couple of uh, spicy meatballs we can pull out of there. Wait. Mm,
0: that's, that's always good.
1: A, a more low-key that's... one. I think uh, all the sauce is coming and games coming, which is next week.
0: That's good. That's definitely good to hear. Guys, uh, this is episode 122 where we're going to talk about THQ Game Fest and quite a bit of other things here. You know, we got to throw some things in there as well. Got to wake up, throw, off, shake off all the crust. I feel tired as heck and work has been getting to me and all this other stuff, so we got to... We got to get hype for this episode, especially since we're going to be talking about some other stuff, too, the good old Nintendo stuff as well. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, stay tuned, stay jacked in with us. Josh, how's your past week going? What games have you been playing? What have you been up to?
1: Not much, to be honest. Like, uh, I haven't started anything new. I've just been plugging away some more of uh, Last of Us, uh, which I I am sick of playing this game, but I'm, like, uh, maybe... Maybe like twelve matches away from being done, um, and I I was recording some more footage for Infamous too, uh, as well. And uh, yeah, you, like during the PS3 Xbox 360 era, you know those games that had a multiplayer mode when they shouldn't have come out with one. Mm-hmm. Like how every game needed to have like a pack-in multiplayer, uh, yes. and like. Last of Us is definitely one of them. I don't know why it needed uh, its own multiplayer mode. I, I, I can think of like a couple others like uh, Batman: Arkham Origin or Bioshock Two, Assassin's Creed, like just it just feels like unnecessary. Like yeah. it, it's not that great. And for mm-hmm. trophies, I'm trying to get it done. Just trying to get it out of the way. That's
0: you and your trophies. Yeah. I will say that you. Trophies, um, uh, platinums. That that's that that's all you.
1: Sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do to get it. Yeah.
0: No, no, that's true. That's definitely true. Um, I've been playing Xenoblade. I've officially crossed the hundred hour mark. Um, I'm. I think I saved and started chapter six. I don't know how many chapters they are, but I know there's a whole lot of stuff for me to do. I'm going to be in Chapter 6 for a while. Uh, I know there's side quests for me to do, hero side quests. Um, when you originally play all the classes that you get, go to level 10. And then there's side quest that you can do. There's hero side quests that extends their main hero class as 10 to 20. And then there is separate classes for the hero class that you get that also take those classes to level 20. So, and some classes could take you a couple, I mean, some quests could take you a couple hours to do. <laughs> like, no joke. I think uh, Noah's side quest, which takes the sword uh, sword fighter class from 10 to 20, I think it's like two hours. So, oh. it's... um. Yeah, it's a it's it's a lot that's going to be going down. Do, before... do characters
1: level up? Uh
0: Yes, they do.
1: Like uh in, in like form. Like uh like do they what change? Do like I, I know Oh that
0: no. Pi- no, like... no, they don't they don't change no. Oh,
1: okay. Cuz I know like Pyramithra yeah. had like a third form in Xenoma Right.
0: Xenoma. Um so yeah, so um in this game, yeah, Pyramithra's third form was Numia and Numia is the unlocked form of Mithra that can control the the robot in outer space and I forgot the name of it anyway um, that's that's Numia now in this game um, they have forms called orboros and when two characters come together which in the form of called interlinking uh, they And make a more powerful being Ah, where it's just kind of like a Gundam kind of thing, if you think (laughs) about it. And each, there's two different uh, forms to that. You have one where the male takes over, and then one where the female takes over. It's real, it's real interesting. But as far as actual classes go, the class itself don't change. Um, It only, they only gain arts and skills that you wouldn't normally have otherwise. Every time you change a class, your outfit changes, but that's about it. it. Like I know what you mean. Like you would think, like if the the class, like if it gets to a master, it changes the way it looks or your weapon changes. Excuse me, that's nothing like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But other than that, um, that's honestly that's all I've been playing. Um, I'm trying to uh get finished because I want to. Go back to Digimon. Um, Ooh, I also nice. want to go back to start playing some Noah's Sign of Paradise again, cause I haven't touched that since. Um, but I also want to be ready for Splatoon 3 when it drops. And once Splatoon 3 drops next month, then I want to be. Re- I'll play Splatoon 3 until Gotham Knights come out, cause it's Gotham Knights. I'm sure it's probably one of our nuggets. How it's gone gold. Yep. Um, yep. It's so. coming. No matter what. Uh, it's coming. Yeah. There there is no ifs, ands, or buts. It's not getting delayed. Um, one game that has gotten delayed that I was looking forward to was uh gosh, what was that? It got delayed to next year. Hogwarts oh, legacy. Man. No, it was two games that I gave it was Midnight Marvel Midnight suns Yep. That was it. Marvel uh, Midnight Sons. That was the one. Marvel Midnight Suns got pushed to next year.
1: So, yeah, right,
0: um, right. yeah so I was Dude. looking forward to that that's not happening I mean it's kind of like a good thing because I tell you I would only be playing that game for one month because you know what yeah. comes right after that freaking Pokemon
1: yep mm-hmm. and
0: I wouldn't be playing anything else after that
1: yeah like yeah. Uh, I was watching a podcast and they were, they were talking about how many games got delayed uh, apparently it's like 46 games have been delayed to 2023 well and, and you know what? It's an okay thing. We gotta
0: like I a Oh, game. I'm okay with it.
1: Yeah, we got a game coming out every month still that like
0: we're interested in Oh, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely um okay with it. And the reason why I'm okay with it is because there's so many games that's out. Oh yeah, and I forgot the Dialfield Chronicle. Even that yeah, you know I'm saying I I'm, I'm gonna be honest this time around. I'm gonna be playing Splatoon. Okay. It's just that I don't know how much I'm gonna be able to put into this game. The reason why I played so much Splatoon 2 because there was nothing else available. That was one of the only games that Mario Kart. Wait, because Splatoon came out of year one, it did. It came out in year one, didn't yeah, it? It
1: did. It did.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it came out in twenty seventeen. The only yes. games that was available was the sky five, Mario Kart, a few little other games here and there. Yeah, but Arms. Splatoon yeah. uh, Splatoon was the only game that was out. Literally Splatoon carried you all the way to Xenoblade, I believe.
1: Yep.
0: I think I think it did. Um there wasn't a lot of Switch games. Um It was a little slow at the beginning, yeah. Well, yeah, no, it was really slow in the beginning. And then, um, uh, let me see. Let me see. So, Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart, Minecraft, but skip that because I wasn't playing it. The Sky of Five came out in May. I scooped that. I wanted to scoop Street Fighter, but that was a waste. Um, what else came in June? June. Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. oh, that was a game that I played. Yes. I I I played that. But yep, yeah, July's twenty seventeen was Splatoon 2. Yeah. That's what literally carried me. Cause Mario I mean Kingdom Battle came out in August. Then I played that. Um Not only did we get a first early in game So Mario Odyssey didn't come out till next year. The eighteen, I think yeah yeah and then let me see what else dropped on arms here?
1: was so, one of them that dropped in uh, the first year
0: um it didn't show no no arms didn't No, arms was next year Arms oh, was, was 2018 i think oh. so because i'm looking because rocket league came out um on switch it says
1: arms was june 16 2017 really
0: so why are they not talking about it oh yes I, I scroll i scroll past it yes arms yes there was no picture for it i scroll back yes arms was there right but i skipped past arms because arms as fun as it was eh, i didn't really get into it that much yeah yeah uh, my son played that more than i did um uh, and then in december there's in the blade chronicles 2 right yeah. so i say all that to say this I don't think I'm going to be playing Splatoon as much as I think I will. Because I only have so much time for games. Uh, I mean, I probably would now that my team is playing with me. Meanwhile, I was playing with a team before. It's just, I don't know. It's just I have a very, very low tolerance for games. (laughs) I'm just being honest with you. And I'm noticing if I have to sit in front of my TV and play a game, I'm not playing it now. I'm gonna force <laughs> myself to play Gotham Knights when it comes out. Best and believe, I will be playing that, but only because it's that. Yeah,
1: that one's a special yeah. case. Yeah,
0: very special case, right? Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I actually want to stream that. Right. So to just play a game, it, it's not really me anymore. So I, I don't know. They they really. I don't know, and as far as much as I keep watching everybody playing F- Dragon Ball Z with Fortnite, I have no inclination of wanting to play it at all. That game <laughs> is whack.
1: That's been on the I, all
0: day. Yeah. Um. Um. Honestly, I'm not even like interested to play. It. Like,
1: I see like I, I Darth Vader know. sending a Kamehameha at like Goku, or like oh, Goku's like gosh. beaming down on uh, on Rick from Rick and Morty. It's like what the heck is going on in this game? Yeah. Or like Vegeta's doing like the uh the orange justice dance and like he's like dabbing. Ooh,
0: this this game is what's going on? Yeah. I I don't I, I don't know. I, I don't I, I don't I I have no words. I've seen, so first of all, I've seen Goku using a grappling hook, swinging like Spider-Man through the trees. <laughs> he jumps up and starts a Kamehameha, misses, then lands down and pulls a lightsaber out and kills the opponent. <laughs> Since when does Goku actually use a lightsaber? I, I don't get it. I don't, I get. I don't get it.
1: Or like a, a gun.
0: I don't know. I, I really I really don't know. So I I again I I don't I, I don't really find myself playing games that has no meaning. And I say that because us as a consumer, we really have got the crappy end of the stick. Honestly, we have. They they really come out with these fake games and expect us to um, play them and enjoy them and be okay with it, and expect to spend us our, our hard earned money on this and like, yeah, okay, you know what, well, you guys are gonna play this, but the game is unfinished, right? Now, Yeah, I'm okay, You have we have two crowds. You have one crowd, people that can't stand delays and they complain and whine, but those are the same people that argue, okay, this game is it's unfinished. Why is it out? Blah, blah, blah. But then you have some people that's like, okay, you know what? We can wait. Yeah. Well, we'll wait. And then those are the same people that say, well, I have nothing to play. Everything is boring. Why don't you guys bring the games out? So it's yeah. just like, it's like it's a never-ending you, cycle. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Yeah. And we're, entering a, uh, we're into a year right now where... I'll be honest cyberpunk scared a lot of developers a lot um there was one company that tried to make fun of them they ended up turning around apologizing and um you know so i forgot yeah, yeah. which one it was was it dying like basically... two uh no wait, was it. i do you know i'm not even gonna say no because i don't i don't even know i, I don't remember who yeah, it was i, I, I just know they that. yeah they they had to say i'm sorry And they said, no, we're we're not going to do that. So they apologized, and now it's causing developers to push games back now. So now we've heard about, because remember, um, Gotham Knights and Justice League, that killed the Justice League game, Mm -hmm. uh, Suicide Squad. That was supposed to come out the same year. I mean, I'm sorry, one year after the other. The year that the Suicide Squad, I mean, the year that Gotham Knights is coming out is the year that Suicide Squad was supposed to come out now suicide squad is delayed right we don't know when that game is coming out they had a nice little footage for it and now we don't know but in the middle of all of this crazy crazy stuff there's one company that's still winning (laughs) and that's freaking nintendo (laughs) i don't know how it is but nintendo has somehow swooped in and they've been scooping w's this whole yeah. time even so much so where uh i was reading an article and this guy said I-, I know you guys may think i'm crazy elder ring came out this year and we were all hyped about it but he said i'll be honest with you elder ring is not game of the year for me it's Xenoblade chronicles 3. now we know it's not gonna win game of the year because we know game awards is based hugely off of popularity of a game and not really how fun a game is right that's just unfortunately that's just the facts right but when you really play and i had to look at it from a non-biased perspective if you look at how well xenoblade chronicles pushes the nintendo switch to the brink of everything and how deep the story is you literally have okay so you have seven people in your party i can attract up to five six enemies you can have like 13 different people sparks flying all that you don't get slowdowns you don't the game doesn't freeze at all like i i don't know how they do it but yet you have something like what was it you have something like kingdom hearts that barely has things it just goes to show you how lazy square enix really is it goes to show you how good of a decision that nintendo made by picking up monolith off. i mean mm-hmm. they're constantly winning after scooping them um yeah. i just i don't I don't know what else to say between Bayonetta and no, that's Platinum Games. Who else is Monolith Soft? That's, that's, um, that's, uh, gosh, what else did Monolith drop Because they were, they were tag teaming with oh, uh, with oh, another right, right. game. There's another game they were working on. Yeah. Yes. I can't uh, remember. I can't yeah. remember Shit. what they were You're working right. on. It was, it was a couple different games that they were working on. I don't know. And the thing about it is, they Monolith Soft is sitting on they're sitting on gold. Okay, not only do they have the Xenoblade series, which by far next to Final Fantasy, if you've played all the Xenoblade games, they all tell a story of the same story. There is a reason why all three of those cases all share same similarities, right? I, and I can't wait to see how the DLC is going to play. They said that they're scheduling large-scale DLC for this game. They've already have the expansion pass, And if it's anything like Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and Xenoblade Chronicles DE, you're going to have... So DE was Futures Connected, right? That was a whole different game wrapped up in it. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was Torna, the Golden Country, which was so big, it was eventually separated as a standalone game. Like, that's how crazy it was, right? And then you have Xenoblade Chronicles 3. We don't know what standalone game they're going to come out with, but you know they're going to have one. And on the cover, they show all three weapons. They show Noah's weapon, Rex's weapon, and Shulk's weapon on the Expansion Pass cover. Without ruining the story, and I want to get somebody on here so we can talk in depth about this game. I want to see if maybe actually Bug Bowie, uh the hero, and if I, see I get. He's currently going through playing this game right now. He he plays 10 hours a day on this game. He's <laughs> like he's almost done. It's craziness. He's put like an hour. It's like 137 hours in this game. But uh, the fact that all three worlds all share like comic, it's just ridiculous. So, Monolith Soft is having Nintendo win. Then you guys need to play Chronicles X, which is it kind of sits on its own it's not a part of the same universe but it's still fire if you've ever had a game a gamecube you have bait and kados um which was like a hard game action game rpg excellent game they they made uh um, a, a
1: one-off game called i think i played this disaster day of crisis have you ever heard of that game
0: crisis no i haven't it was
1: a wii game uh yeah they i i, I didn't know they made that that's cool Know they, know they, that. they also made Project X Zone, which is like the crossover yep. between uh, Capcom. Yep. They Namco. need to just
0: bring. They just need to bring that to the Switch. If they have a project, so I like how these older companies are going back and bringing these games. We made Mega Man Battle Network it, it, it collection is coming. If there was a Project X Zone collection, like a number three, and then you can play two and one. So cool. if Monolith Soft somehow was able to get the rights to Xenosaga from from uh from from Sony because I think those are Sony's titles. Man, the fact that they're sitting on three different episodes, Xenosaga one, two and three. Excuse me, they're sitting on all three of those. That's absolute craziness. Um there's so many games that monolith soft contributed uh, to it. So
1: the game um, that they're working on uh like they're co-working on right now is uh the new zelda they're helping with it yeah with the new zelda these guys are are so busy already making like co-developing and making and somehow their game is like one of the the handful of games that gets pushed forward like they had it done that nintendo could push forward the release yeah
0: yeah well that's nintendo's baby i mean it is what it is um like monolith software are very underrated absolutely so i mean the whole the whole the whole point is 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 that nintendo is winning right now so now we have splatoon so xenoblade chronicles 3 was july originally it was september but it got moved up september is splatoon what's splatoon 3. yeah mm-hmm. um october is I can't remember. Ooh. I
1: think they do have something for October. I can't remember
0: what it is. I can't remember what is supposed to come out in 2023. I mean 2022. Oops. Yeah, I October. Bayonetta 3. Yeah, there it is.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? You have Bayonetta 3 coming in. Then. then you have um Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. In November. In November. I don't know what's in December. I'm scared to know what's in December. And I'm scared to know what's in January. I'm also scared to know what this last Nintendo Direct is going to look like for the year. (laughs) Because we haven't gotten one yet. Yeah. And we've gotten a Pokemon Direct. Okay. We've gotten a Splatoon Direct. Okay. And that means... That whatever direct comes next, it's gonna be skipping all of that stuff. Yep. Right. Oh, and we there's I forgot we got that new fire emblem, emblem game that they're working on that's supposedly already finished. Yeah. I forgot about that. Right. Probably um, like maybe that's the January game. Potentially. Yeah. It could be winter of 2023. Right. Winter yeah, 2023 constitutes January, February, March.
1: Yep.
0: right it's just a lot of stuff on there so yeah and oh so dial field chronicle is september 22nd Yeah, so, yeah i'm, Smart, I'm Smart gonna Unix actually need to that. to space these out like they
1: have dial field chronicles um valkyrie elysium tactics ogre
0: oh yes that yeah and one freaking crisis core
1: crisis core yeah that's that's still all this year in the next four months yeah oh. for spoken so, is in january so thankfully that got pushed
0: like uh, that needed to get pushed oh yeah. my gosh mm-hmm. that needed to get pushed the legend of heroes trails into Reverie. oh my gosh this this is too much i can't contain it Well, um, so yeah. if this year's bad
1: what's 2023 gonna be like Jesus Christ.
0: That's true. That's definitely true. Well, you know what? Enough about Nintendo stuff. I know we're talking about one of the biggest things we're talking about for this episode is the TH Nordic Showcase 2022, which, I mean, they have quite a few games that's on the list there. And uh, as I'm looking through, I'm gonna let you kind of like spotlight um, a lot of these games here because I know you stay on top of this.
1: Yeah, they're this this was pretty good in my opinion i think the type of games they make you have to be like a certain demographic for it because they're they're mm. they're considered like double a games they're they're not quite indie but they're not like those triple a big budget titles True. so there's a little bit of jank sometimes in these games they're made on smaller budgets uh sometimes they're not like as graphically pretty uh, as like the triple a games but i think they they have a quite a few good ones in development uh alone in the dark was a big surprise and that's like that uh, it's going back to like the horror roots of the original games like the point and click, and
0: click. wow yeah
1: yeah like back in the day uh, i i think we we got a, an alone in the dark game on the 360 and ps3 but it, it just i remember that yeah, people didn't really like it that much. This looks really good. I was that, was that was probably the biggest surprise for me for the whole show. And then they showed off uh, Destroy All Humans 2, which is coming out on August 30th. That's another game I want to get. Um, what was the other ones I liked? There's this game called uh, Recreation, which is made by uh, Three Fields Entertainment. These guys are former devs of criterion games who made the burnout games for ea nice mm-hmm. and uh this game is looking like kind of like a mix of burnout paradise and maybe hot wheels like uh the the forza horizon uh, what's the name of this product. game it's called uh recreation recreation open yeah. world arcade racing okay it's cool you can you can make your own tracks and your own playgrounds uh for you to do stunts and stuff so you can have like those cool hot wheels like super highways in the sky and those loop-de-loops and it's got like the burnout paradise kind of crashing and stunts so it 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 looks cool Uh, uh they got my attention there um aew fight forever now i used to play hours upon hours of wwe games like smackdown here comes the pain uh smackdown versus raw like from like 2006 all the way to 2010 i used to pour hundreds of hours in these games and it was thq and yukes that used to make them Mm -hmm. now yukes told uh 2k or uh they told them see ya uh we won't deal with you anymore and they decided they're Mm going to make an aew game with their old partners uh who came Mm -hmm. back from their fiery demise back in the day so, they're together again making a wrestling game. So, that that hits my nostalgia. Uh, I think I'll be checking right. that out. Yeah, and then the uh, the other one, of course, got to be SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shape. Wow. Of course. They remade Battle for Bikini Bottom, one of the best platformers on the PS2. And okay. the good thing about THQ is they remake old games with the intents to make sequels. C- so this is a brand new sequel to Battle for Bikini Bottom. And it already looks great. It, it looks exactly what people want. And I'm in day one.
0: Okay, I'm in You're day one in SpongeBob. That's all you, sir. <laughs> that's my jam. That's all you. That,
1: that's my boy I have to represent. So overall, it was a good show, I must say.
0: I'm actually looking forward to that recreation. *Jagged Alliance* three, and yeah, I kind of I'm gonna skip that. Um, but that recreation, it, it looks pretty. It looks pretty fun. I mean, that track editor by itself would be nuts. But yeah. the fact that it plays like Burnout, I mean. Honestly, one of the best games back in the day, racing games, was Burnout Yep. Um, because Preach. of Cartoon Games. The way that it made the hydraulics with the cars, and then it made the cars light, but strong enough, but light where they could just destroy other things, and everything was fast-paced. Booze flare around the stage the only other game that I actually admired during that time during the burnout era was not a Need for Speed game actually um it was actually called Split Second Oh, right? Split Second oh. was the only other game that I enjoyed playing that was racing besides burnout oh man right? it's split and Disney second, the actually one where- made that game
1: yeah yeah right and you yep. could uh, manipulate the uh, the environment yep, oh, yep. Wow. so that there's level there's level thing. one
0: level two and level three specials you build your special bar by drifting boosting passing you know cars and things like that and then once you get to a certain point you can tap the right bumper and you would trigger the environment. If you s- drift enough and you get your, your bar up to level three, certain triggers can actually change the course to, excuse me, of the whole stage. Like, it, it's insane. So, like a level one will open a door, open a secret route. Level two, you drag a helicopter and it'll roll a burning uh, barrel of gasoline on fire and it will run into the track and blow it up that's fine, but then level threes are, and it blinks red, and it's one level three in the one stage, and I think it's the airport where the tower explodes, falls down on the track, and changes the direction where you would go, so if you went through all of lap one, held your special, now, it's it's hard to hold your special, because that's how you get ahead in a race, but if you hold your special coming around, anybody who's in front of you, when that thing comes down, get, get blasted, oh gosh. It it was actually, and the thing is, is when did, when did, because I just called myself playing split second, oh, uh, 360, um, playing um, the uh, backwards compatible, because I actually have it on my Xbox. That
1: (laughs) is just so good, like, the fact Uh, that you can just, like, just play it, like.
0: Come yep, on, Sony. I actually have it. it. It's actually, I actually caught myself earlier this year playing it uh, with my nephew. Actually, we actually got it in and we played it for a good hour because the game is fun.
1: Mm-hmm. The
0: game is fun. So, that right there is the only other game that back in the day would give Burnout and reference a run for its money because it wasn't Need for Speed. No. And, like, Need for and, Speed
1: was good for just like, other things like the underground yep. series was good but like it, it for that sheer visceral speed like only split second could be next to burnout
0: Yep. yeah so this game was nominated for best driving game of the year in 2010 uh interactive achievement award for best racing game uh of the year right uh that yeah that that's that was crazy so it was developed by blackrock studio Published by Disney Interactive Studios for Microsoft. So it was made by BlackRock, but published by Disney. Yeah, that's Um, uh,
1: the guys who made Left 4 Dead.
0: And they actually canceled Split Second 2 in December 2010 due to new management. Despite appealing to the new management, causing many layoffs, over 100 people got laid off. So there is a Split Second 2 build floating out there in the wild. I'm sorry. But, uh, not
1: not the guys who made Left 4 Dead. Uh, that's Turtle Rock Studio. I made that's it. Turtle Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Turtle Rock. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, so... But wow. Yeah, so apparently in 2011, there was gameplay uploaded by somebody by the name of Big Bit Ltd. And it was a developer. And the video was unlisted. It shows gameplay. Um... By another user, but the uploader was terminated. There's been no reuploads, and uh, the only thing that we have today is concept art screenshots. That's it.
1: No, they lost media then. Hopefully, somebody archived it. I don't know.
0: It's a shame that didn't get a sequel. Yep. So Disney actually closed Black Rock Studios. Yeah, no longer sees consoles as priority.
1: How wrong are they when they're making a a, a whole showcase showing Disney games and Marvel games in two weeks? No vision. I mean, speaking of which, no Speaking vision. of which,
0: um, they actually the 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 she the female, I forgot her name. They said that because of money and budget. The VFX artists had to shoot more scenes with her, and they couldn't afford to do more She-Hulk scenes, yeah, because yeah. Of the, oh, the graphics like that—that's a shame. Like that—that's a total shame. Yeah, Tatiana's it's,
1: her name, I think. She's Canadian. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's 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 so stupid. So I don't know. It's I don't I don't know what you can do here with, with these people. You can't please everybody. Mm-hmm. You can, but I mean, for me. There was nothing else that's good. And honestly, and this is the reason why it's hard for me not to just walk around with my Switch. Like, I freaking, I I love my Switch. What else can I play besides? And I'm not even, I'm not even a hard person to please. As much as I'm a Nintendo fanboy, fanboy I respect games. Okay? The only other game that I play outside of my Switch consists consecutively still. If you probably, if you, guessed, if you really thought about it, you probably would, Gavin. Yeah, I could just drop one hit. It's not on a game console. Chaos, mm-hmm. I play it a lot. I've streamed it quite a bit. It's on PC. Oh, PCs. Hearthstone, right? It, there yeah. you go. There mm-hmm. you go, right? Yeah. That's the only game that I consistently play outside of my console. And I can't even say console. I could just say Switch. My Xbox Series X and my PS5 sit out there and not turned on i don't even touch it i've been touched it. i can't even tell you the last time I, i'll tell you the last time i played the series x is when world slayer came out and that was it something compelling has gotta come it. by your like your way like to get
1: you to go like
0: well it's not just that it's also i'm realizing that the summer i'm not at home really um i'm learning that too like me it's easy to bring my switch to bed or when company comes i have my switch and like if so let's just say everybody comes up to say okay let's go let's all watch a movie right and you don't want to be that guy that's sitting in the basement gaming away from everybody else you know you want to be in the mix with everybody they they want you there right you know like like your family come over so when you see people watch a movie a lot of times what what are half of the people doing that's not watching the movie. They're on their phones, right? They're on their phone, scrolling Instagram. What's the difference between me playing a handheld game and you know it, it, you being on the phone? There is no difference. So what do I do? I bring my Switch, I'm watching the movie, but I'm playing my Switch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And granted, I could be playing a Steam Deck okay i actually went and if you guys listen to the earlier episodes like when it's 17 when 18 i actually bought a steam deck and i tried it no <laughs> it's not my speed granted i could play tales of Horizon on the go i could play xbox game pass on the go even though that's not even fully done like you know what I mean? hoops you got to jump through just to get game pass on there you got to hook it up and go input some coding rechange yeah. this around input this like there's no plug-in but it's just it's not ready right now my switch press the power button if i was playing another game suspended before i could roll, roll it back up i think i left i left steel blade chronicles 3 in the middle of a chain attack and i put it on sleep you know i said came back finished the chain attack off and kept going you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's just it's just the, the portability now where my life is that's what i need i need easy i need simple and the Switch offers me that. I mean, heck, I haven't even played Mario Kart 8's new tracks yet, and I have the 64 expansion pass, and we can go ahead and roll into that now. Um, You know, the Wave 2 includes Sky High Sunday, that's a brand new track, Mario Circuit yeah. Three, Super Nintendo, Calamari Desert '64, Snowland Game Boy Advance, Waluigi Pinball DS, Mushroom Gorge Wii, New York Minute, and Sydney Sprint uh, Mario Kart Tour. You know what I'm saying? Like all those games, and and Mario Kart eight is popping off right now. A lot of people are yeah. back on playing it. Right? Yeah. Nintendo went back and updated the tracks, courses for wave one, wave one. So Coconut Mall uh have his cars before the finish line not only move again but also do a oh my gosh yeah they made it even better like what better
1: yeah not only did they make it like the wii version but they made it better than the wii version
0: wow yeah that's crazy some missing background items in the tracks have been restored and updated uh not all but plenty of the future dlc waves tracks have been data mined through music tracks and that included the added five. Credit goes to Twitter user Fisherguy, FishGuy6564. Tracks includes Maple Treeway from the Wii, Sunset Wilds, and Blue Lake, and of Broken Pier from GBA, Peach Gardens from DS, Laluigi oh. Stadium from the GameCube, Alpine Pass and Rainbow Road from 3DS, Burline Byways, Merry Mountain, and Amsterdam Drift, Singapore Speedway, Los Angeles Laps. Bangkok Rush and Vancouver Velocity for Mario Kart Tour. Now, are those confirmed? We don't know. Not
1: but, yeah yeah, not necessarily confirmed. But there's a good sign of them being like mixed being into realistic. the last four.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, and that's, if that's they do enough.
1: put like, I love Peach Gardens. I love that mm-hmm. track in the DS version. Yeah. So good. So like, these are all like great picks. Uh. super excited if these are all actually in there and like it's cool that they're adding a lot of the mk tour stuff because i don't want to play mk tour but if i get to enjoy the track this way then i'm Mm -hmm. cool with that
0: Yep. yep and it's just it's just this which just makes it so easy so for example for the last three weekends i've been traveling went to detroit to chicago went to new york okay Guess what goes in my suitcase? My Switch, right? I get back to the room an hour or two before falling asleep in the bed. I get more Xenoblade time in. Those little hours add up. I can't do that with my console. It just won't work. So I'm supposed to bring my console, hook it up in the hotel and play that? No, that's not how it works. I literally played Xenoblade until my Switch died. When it died, I went to bed. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I put it on the charger and, you know, it just... it just it just makes it easy so wherever i go my switch goes that, that's it it's just that's it. so this and you know what yes as much as nintendo says um it, i mean people say that games would could do so much better if the switch wasn't as whack. nintendo switch reminds me of Apple. okay and the reason why i say that because a lot of these apple phones still have four gigs of ram in it How does Apple maintain so much? People have been begging Apple to put more RAM in these iPhones, right? Um, And I don't think I mean iPhone 13. Did they finally update it? No. So they finally updated it. They finally gave iPhone 13 six gigs. Okay, that's insane. When you really look at how many Android have more RAM right because yeah so in the 12 pro max there was six as well i think in the 11 it was four exactly it was four i was right so it's four gigs still in 11 pro although samsung's already had six to eight gigs so android's theory is throw more ram at games you know throw more processor whatever apple says let's define the software let's put in the effort extra effort and see what we can do to make things work android phones have 12 gigs of ram right now iphone is still rocking six the developers that's in-house shout out to like virtuoso panic button um game systems in-house and 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 companies that specialize in making the switch work on there they they make it happen Mm -hmm. i mean yeah you gotta roll back on some of the visuals there's this and that but they actually make it happen yep so i i don't understand yes the reason why nintendo hasn't said anything about a switch pro because why do they the switch is is owning. It is still selling out. It is still in demand. Regardless, held, people back by parts. that Yeah, honestly, people can say what they want to say, but why should Nintendo have to change what? It's not broken now granted nintendo. There was rumors are saying because of the chip shortage Nintendo has to postpone the so-called switch pro that's so-called in development that's so-called in plants around the world right now Right, so I sell that to say so-called because until Nintendo confirms we can't say anything about it but we can have our own opinion and if that's the case then Let's let's let, let's be realistic and look at what a world with Switch Pro look like. How big would it be? How bulky would it have to be? We don't know. Probably a Steam right? Deck size feast. I hope it not. If the Switch Pro had to be Steam Deck size, I don't want it. <laughs> I mean, I'll have no choice because it's Nintendo and it's Mario, but I would not want it because it'd be too big, right? Even look at boy. the Switch's own screen is still better than the screen on the Steam Deck. Like, i'm just speaking facts if you don't believe me look it up for yourself look, compare the oled on the switch and the, compare it to the lcd on steam deck you'll see hands down the switch beats it away even there was somebody i think it was digital foundry that put the witcher on the switch up against the switch on Um, which are on Steam Day. Now, granted, it would probably run a lot smoother on there, but as far as visuals go, that OLED is making it pop. All right, so I I don't know if it's digital fire, but I know somebody did a comparison video, so I watched it for myself. So I say all that to say this. Nintendo's winning this year. I'm not at all an advocate for Nintendo. I'm not. I love playing their games. I love the Switch. I love everything that the Switch operates. If the switch was only glued to a TV and you couldn't take it anywhere, I wouldn't be having this much fun with it. And I'll just go on Rick right to say that. Oh yeah, that's it was
1: it, it was Saber Interactive that made that port.
0: Those yep. guys are wizards. Yep. That and that's what people running. say it. They say what what is the witchcraft witchery witchery that got the Witcher to run on Switch? Even to this yeah. day, people still don't know those guys are awesome if they they can pull that off man yeah so yeah i don't know It is what it is we'll sit back we'll see what comes out this year we'll see what's good what's rolling and um
1: we even have yeah, we'll stuff to play doing. from old games like how old is mario kart 8 like 20
0: 2017 five years ago yeah 18, 19 20, 21 22 five years ago yeah Right. So still getting new is.
1: new content too. So there, mm-hmm. there's no rush for some of these games, honestly. Got more yep, than absolutely.
0: enough to play. Yeah. Alright, we got some um Sony lose left before we jump out of here.
1: So speaking of more than enough to play, Sony mm-hmm. has been getting a little flack for uh the way they're laser fair about their games being released on the store and also the way those games have been uh, sorted on the store which they just fixed but we'll we'll get to the story first then we'll talk about the update Uh, so since loosening their policies on which games can be published uh, and which games can have platinum trophies that's a big thing about this problem more companies producing asset clips have shown up and they're releasing two to four games on the PSN store every week so one developer two to four games on the store and there's multiples of these developers like probably the worst is thai games who makes these jumping food games like jumping burger jumping fries jumping taco literally all they're doing is changing the color of the background and changing the food item that's Making to jump yeah and you can get a platinum trophy for this game in 10 minutes and that's the appeal. So the, these trophy hunters that want a lot of platinums or they want to make their trophy level, like just go to the roof. They're getting these games. They're buying them. So these guys are incentivized to put more of them onto the, onto the PlayStation store. And Sony doesn't care. They're very, lays a fair about what comes onto the store. So we're going to make four games a week. And it's not just five games. There's the breakthrough game series. There's games by Zakeem, S-Mobile, Webnetic. They're all making these weird variations of these quick games that they can produce every week. And all of a sudden now, let's say, let's say for example, the guys who make Sea of Stars want to put their game on the PlayStation Store. So they do let's say they don't have a big marketing push. They just put it on there. How are you supposed to find this good game, this game that's taken years to make when it's like shoved in between all these games that probably taken 10 minutes to make, let's be honest. Like
0: so and actually that's Nintendo's problem too that they had yeah. the um the saturation of the games on the eShop, right? Every Indeed. day it's like 20 games coming out, some mom and pop or, you know, order married couple free the game. Not a person yeah. out there. Some of the games strike gold. Some of them don't.
1: Yep. In this case, they're striking gold because people want the platinum trophies. That's the
0: problem. Trophy hunters. Come on. Oh, um, so it's like, I got something you want. Really? Yeah. You got something I want. I got something you. Want. Yeah, and that's not uh, really what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem.
1: I'll give you a platinum trophy. Our game costs $1. That's all you got to pay. You it'll take 10 minutes to get it and you'll get your platinum trophy and your numbers go up and up and up. And like Sony has sort of put a band-aid on the wound, and I mean a band-aid, they changed the way yeah. that their stores for console and PC are being sorted. So now like the more like higher profile games, they appear first, and then these games come after. But I don't know if that really fixes anything. Uh, it, right. I, I still see indie developers like, uh, they're still complaining that before they used to be able to sell lots of copies of their games, and now the the amount of copies they're selling is just keeps going down, and that's a problem. Sony's getting too lax with this stuff, like, people are going to get pissed off. Uh, and that's why I think indies have been going to Xbox. Uh, yep. and seeking like salvation there because with game pass they can just get their money like that here's the game pass deal get the money make the next game like and microsoft has been very kind to them
0: yep what can we do if you don't beat them join them and that's what sony's doing right now although we're not really Wanting them to do that you know I it's, like, it's like you had a that friend that's that you do one thing they come behind and they do it right after you but then you have your third friend that I, does the absolute most too much mm-hmm. right off the back that's playstation
1: yep yeah that's playstation yeah hopefully this All gets right. fixed somehow like they need to stop being lazy that fair because like you said the e had that problem where like
0: yep it's getting flooded. and they kind of still do they kind of still do right now um I think it's at a rate of maybe ten games a day, it seems like. I mean only have to be big names, you no know, play at just little small games. Eventually, as you know, developers you're gonna run out of how to make a game once. I don't mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, then then you get like the games like like for example, I, I think Sea of Stars is gonna sell millions upon millions yeah, of copies. Like that that game is just going to the stratosphere. But like it, it's an yep. example. Of like an indie game like that probably yep. doesn't have as much of a marketing push as like your first spoken your your god of war like they, they don't have yep. that so if you get lost in the the PlayStation store and then you need the money to make your next game
0: what can you yeah. do trap what can nothing. you do yeah yeah right. Um well, I'm, I'm out of everything if you want to fire these nuggets off and and get us out of here let's that'll start. always be wonderful let's do it let's do it okay
1: let me start at the top here so i actually want to make a quick correction uh i said that um the bloodborne spiritual successor game uh, is being made by okami games that's actually the twitter account that was just profiling it uh, and just showing it off okay. it's actually uh, Neil wiz games and round eight studios uh they're working together to make the game so i just wanted to do that because they're going to show this game off at gamescom and we're going to see more of it so we'll probably be talking about it a little bit more uh on okay. the show yep yeah. uh perby's dream buffet is up uh wow yeah it came out today and uh during the 30th anniversary concert i forgot to watch this uh so, like, I, I love Kirby music, so I'll probably go and check that out at some point, either today or tomorrow. But it's out if you want to try it. Gotcha. Sure. Yeah. Then we got uh we got Opening Night Live from uh, Jeff Keighley. Uh, that'll be a show for Gamescom, the same way they did it for E3. Uh, and uh, Sonic Frontiers is going to be there. Uh, looking forward to that. A couple other games are going to be there. Um, what was it? It has slipped my mind, but there, there, there was a, a couple other games that they've already said that are going to uh, going to be there at the show, and it's going to be a big show, kind of like it was when uh, when we saw it at E three. Um good. Hogwarts Legacy. Ooh, am I happy that it got delayed?
0: So it's coming out yeah. February tenth instead. Uh, That's good because I don't those, know The game is still trying to find its identity. Yeah,
1: sort of. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, I, I think I just get lost in the shuffle, even though it's Harry Potter, which is very popular. Uh, coming out in December, I don't think it would.
0: Well, the only only reason why I say a lot is this identity because Hogwarts was a multiplayer online game first. Oh. It was a yeah, multiplayer yeah. game first. Then they decided to scrap multiplayer completely, right? And right. make it into a single player experience. But yeah, yeah that's. Uh, SS, it is what it is.
1: All right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be coming to the Switch uh, at a later launch date, but it's still coming. Uh, so that'll be All one right. for you, John. So you can put yeah, it Yeah, Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Yeah. Um, did you ever watch the Kirby Right Back At You anime? I did, but not mm-hmm. much, but I did. Okay. So it's getting an HD remaster release in Japan this winter, and I will be. Definitely picking that up to see it. Because I love right. that show. Oh man. Okay. Um the Ghost of Tsushima film has some interesting information. Uh they want to make it an all-Japanese cast and in a Japanese language at the same time. Uh so they're really, really leaning into the um, the influences of like um of Pur- his name's Purosawa um they're really leaning into it uh that'll be interesting uh right to, to see it that way in theaters okay i'm down mm-hmm. let's see what else we got so we got we talked about the uh the disney and marvel showcase uh for games yep. so specifically games september 9th they're gonna show off uh, uh oh and the uh the snitch that damn snitch he uh yeah.
0: he posted
1: a picture related to the the disney marvel showcase and it's a picture of the mandalorian
0: Ooh, i wonder if there's a mandalorian game coming Well, you ain't got too much opportunities to just throw around a mandalorian like that
1: yeah i still think this guy works at youtube he's able to see all these all these things ahead of time I
0: have a feeling. He That's works
1: what's here. up. Yeah. Uh, coming soon to Game Pass. So, Coffee Talk is out right now. Um, then we got ExaPunks, Opus Echo of Star Song, Commandos 3 HD, Immortality, Tinykin, Immortals Phoenix Rising, and the game everybody should be looking out for is Midnight Fight Express.
0: This is like... Um, it's on there. We'll see later. Sorry? I said... I, it, it's... I, I don't know. Just just keep going. Keep going. Like ha- have you seen joke. this game though? No. It oh.
1: was a bad joke. Oh. But like <laughs> honestly like you've never seen this game? I don't think so. Ooh, this is like almost like a Sifu kind of game. It was made by one person who-, who who's I think made I heard
0: it. about it. Yeah.
1: I, I think you yeah, have yeah, seen I heard it. About it. Yeah.
0: yeah, I could have mm-hmm. seen it. You're it's just right. been
1: a while since we've seen it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we talked about gotham knights that's all all, uh all already gold Gold. yeah ready to go gold gold. i'm ready for it that's coming um new tales from the borderlands has been dated for october 21st so that's a surprise that's the sequel to tales of the borderlands um there's new leaks for nickelodeon kart racers 3 that show uh jimmy neutron jenny and Odie, and then the cover art reveals garfield so that is real. There's been some uh, some like kind of like leaks that have shown and it did, it's just been confirmed. And then mm-hmm. something we were talking about before the show uh, in Canada um, there's a company called the Hudson Bay. They will be resurrecting a uh, favorite um, retail store called Zeller's uh, is coming back uh, here to Canada. I got lots of games from Zeller's and at good mm-hmm, prices yep. too yeah so that that's like a, a nostalgic place i'm glad they're bringing it back um steve vergari brought up on twitter their milkshakes are amazing the the nice. they used to have like restaurants inside zellers and their breakfast mm-hmm. was good and their milkshakes were really good not just that hit me in the fields uh used so to
0: so joke about my sellers experience. When I first came up to Ottawa to visit, I went to the Zellers in Bayshore and they used to have their we would go there to have breakfast. Yeah. And so breakfast. I would go there yeah. and the lady told me she couldn't substitute the drink for anything. But I, I looked at her and I said, Please can you do it for me? And she gave me The blue high C or blue Kool-Aid with it uh, was the greatest thing ever. But yeah, we would honestly get up early and go to Zellers for breakfast. I can't believe that that was actually a thing.
1: (laughs) I I love their breakfast. That was a thing. So good. (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) all we um, got for the
1: night.
0: Yeah. That's that. Okay. All right, well, that is episode 122 of the Jacket Podcast. We appreciate you coming in with us, chopping it up, talking uh, with us with all the stuff that we covered. Uh, it was kind of all over the place, but an episode that doesn't go all over the place, meaning it's not good. So we need to have all the information in there, but we appreciate you all joining right. us. Tune in to us next week for episode 123. And with oh, that... we we'll be talking about Gamescom. There you go. Yeah. We are out of here. Good night, everybody. Good night.